The Winds of Time by Karen Gilligan The Mountains of Ehrenwald Garamond could see a heavy mist over the range of the Ehrenwald Mountains that were coming into his view. He had been walking for days and nights and many miles in the vast expanse of the barren plains. He was at least ninety or so miles from the village of Cirque, where he lived. He was on foot now, after having lost his horse to a marauding band of trolls who overtook him in his small camp two nights past. It was bad enough that they had taken his horse, but they also took most of his food that he had brought with him. He knew he had to find shelter for the approaching night. He was growing weary. The mist was getting much thicker. He had to continue on. He knew that somewhere in this range was home to the elven race, the ones who could save his village, the ones he had been sent to find. The Village of Cirque The village he had walked miles from was on the verge of total collapse. A blight had taken over, and no matter what the farmers did, there was no end in sight to the loss of their food crops. The leader of the gnomes in this village was King Arwine. He was desperate to find help. There was one last ray of hope, to find the elves and to ask them for their help. Garamond was his right-hand man, his second in command. The king ordered him to set out and find the elves in the faraway Ehrenwald Mountains. He was told to find their king Ankalima, to persuade him to help his distraught village. The elves possessed the powers of the stones of Ehrenrod. These stones held many powers. They gave the power to see into other worlds, to know who was friend and who was foe, and most importantly, they had tremendous healing powers. With these stones, he knew their land could be healed and restored to rich abundance once again. The only problem was that the elves had not been seen in a known world for hundreds of years. They are spoken of in the myths and tales that had been handed down through the years. It will be a monumental task for Garamond. Will he even be able to find the elves? The search begins. Garamond was exhausted. He knew he couldn't continue without taking rest. This range of mountains extended for miles. He climbed higher towards what he thought was a small cave. With the mist getting thicker, it was difficult to see what lay ahead of him. He finally made his way to a fairly large plateau, and to his relief there was a cave, just large enough for him to stand up in and stretch out on a dirt floor. Exhaustion finally overcame him, and he slept with the sound of the winds and now the sound of the rain that was beginning to fall outside this small shelter. He fell into a deep sleep. When he awoke a number of hours later, the storm had abated. There was a slight breeze blowing, and the sun was coming out from behind some remaining clouds that were in the sky. He felt much more rested now. He ate some of the meager amount of food that was in his backpack. He felt more energized and stepped outside the small cave, planning what his next direction would be. He knew he had to move higher up the slope to try to get a better view 
of not only the surrounding range, but also the valley floor on the opposite side from where he came in. He spent the next few hours climbing higher up the slopes of this large mountain range. Once again, he saw an opening to a cave high atop another peak. It was a steep climb to reach this next cave. He was finally nearing the entrance when suddenly the mountain began to shake violently. He lost his footing and fell headlong into the cave. He feared a cave-in as the shaking was getting stronger. He scrambled to escape the cave and then realized there was an invisible barrier at the entrance. He found himself trapped inside. Kira The rumblings deep inside the mountain were an alert to the elves that there was an intruder in their realm. The tremors and violent shaking were due to the stirrings of Kira, an enormous dragon, guardian of the elven world. Despite her grand size, she could fly effortlessly if needed. Her nest was hidden in a large cave in the Erinvald range, where she kept watch over the elven world and its leader, King Ankalima, who was also the keeper of the Erinrod stones. Deep inside the mountain, King Ankalima convened a small band of elves to his court and set out a plan of action that they would take against this intruder. Most importantly, they needed to discern if this was friend or foe. The king removed the stones from their place of prominence and proceeded to seek the answers to his question. Within moments of being questioned, the stones began to glow and he received the answer. From the stones came the words, the one who comes to these mountains is from the gnome world, from the village called Cirque. His name is Garamon, and he comes in peace. The king dispatched one of the elves, Sile, to go to Kira and have her fly him to the cave where Garamon was imprisoned. They were to bring Garamon back to the king, who would proceed to question him further. The king gave Sile one of the Erinrod stones to take with him. The powers of the stone would lift the invisible shield that had Garamon trapped inside the small cave. Sile promptly left the hall and made his way from the depths of the mountain up through the vast tunnel systems to the cave where he would find Kira. It was four hours later when Sile arrived at the nesting place of Kira high atop the Erinvald Mountains. Here the air was biting cold from the snows that covered the range. Kira, he called out. I need you to take me to the far range to where the gnome is located. We need to bring him back to King Ankalima for questioning. Kira stirred. She stretched out her massive wings for him to use as a step up to her back. He settled in, having ridden her many times in the past. She always looked forward to time spent with the elves of Erinvald. She was a breathtaking sight to see in the skies. She was a golden color that seemed to change different shades in the sunlight. She was magnificent, and she knew it. Kira made her way through the skies and through the clouds that were gathering in these high altitudes. From inside the cave, Garamond's space was suddenly thrown into a dark shadow. He could not see Kira from where he stood inside, so this sudden darkness was of a concern. Kira, along with her rider, 
arrived at where Garamon was imprisoned. This is tricky, said Sile quite loudly. There is no place for you to even land. Hover close by and get me level to the ledge, and I will jump off, and then wait for me. I won't be long. Kira did as she was instructed. She got as close to the ledge as possible, and then she rested her wing on the ledge so that Sile was able to walk across it like a bridge. Only now did Garamond see what had caused the dark shadow. He had never seen a dragon, let alone one as big and beautiful as this one. Despite his not being able to escape this cave, he felt that now he might finally be rescued. An elf and a dragon. So the legends really were true. I was beginning to give up hope of finding your elven world. I've been away from my village for so long on a mission to find you, Garamond called out to Sile from inside the cave. You have nothing to fear. I am here to take you to King Ankalima. With that said, he removed the Aranrod stone from the pouch he had clipped to his belt and set it in front of the opening of the cave. He then commanded the stone to dispel the shield. Garamon was now free to leave the cave that held him prisoner. Come with me, Sile said. Kira will take us back to my world. He used the stone to call out to the dragon. When she heard her name, she made her way back to the ledge and once again spread out her wings as a makeshift bridge for the riders to climb onto her back for the journey home. Both Sile and Garamon settled on her back. Garamon was somewhat apprehensive and said very little as Kira flew high above the massive mountain range. This brought a snicker from Sile and a look of pride from Kira. The clouds were getting thicker now. The Erinvald Mountains were hidden from sight. How does she even know where she's going? Garamon asked rather frantically. She knows precisely where she is. This is her home. She has been here for hundreds of years protecting us, the elven people. Just trust her, Sile said. And then he added, the clouds are conjured up for a reason. You will never know where or how to even find the entrance to our world. Do you even know for certain that we are even flying over the Erinvald Mountains at this moment? That said, the remaining part of this journey was spent in silence in extreme awe on Garamond's part. How long did they stay in these clouds, In what direction were they even flying in? A lurching feeling in Garamond's stomach told him that Kira was on the descent. She landed very quietly and softly despite her large size. Both Sile and Garamond slid down Kira's back. Thank you, Kira, for the wonderful ride, Sile said. Kira bowed her head, humbly accepting the compliment. She stood up and gracefully flew off to go back to her nest in the Erinvald Mountains to keep watch, a faithful sentinel always for the elven world. The Meeting with King Ankalima The tunnels were narrow and dark. The only lighting had were from small torches mounted on the tunnel walls. How much further do we need to go? It feels like we are going into the center of the earth, Garamond asked rather fearfully. Through the dim lighting, Garamond could see other tunnels branching off to the other areas. This was indeed an extensive tunneling system deep below the mountains. How did the elves not get lost in them? Or did they? 
he quickly banished that thought from his head. After what seemed forever, Sile and Garamond reached a huge open space that was quite well lit with many lighted torches. Well, I see you finally made it home, Sile, King Ankalima said when he saw them enter the large hall. You both must be hungry, especially you, Garamond. Here, come to the table, both of you, and have a filling meal and drink. We can discuss why you came here to find us after you eat. Garamond and Sile ate heartily and enjoyed the company of some of the other elves who had come in to eat and relax after their work in the tunnels. Two hours passed when King Ankalima entered the hall once again and now took Garamond into a separate smaller room off the side of the main hall. So tell me why you came so far to find us. How can we help you and your fellow gnomes? Garamond went into great detail, telling the king of the hardship of his village of Cirque was enduring, of the blight that had covered the land and the resulting ruined crops. Our people are dying. Talk started spreading of the elven world and of their possession of their Aaron Rod stones and the power of these stones. The king sent me to find your world. It was a risk, as we were not sure that this wasn't all just a myth after all, so many years of no one seeing or hearing any more of you. I was sent to ask you for these stones, to beg you for these stones, so that I can return and make our village prosperous again. King Ankalima thought this all through. It started to worry Garamond that he was silent for so long. Finally, the king spoke. Yes, I will help you. I will give you one of the Aaronrod stones to take back with you. It is, a very, it is very powerful. Use its powers wisely. I will also send Sile with you. Once your land is healed, he will return home with the stone. Garamond was elated with this affirmation of help. I will return to Cirque right away with the stone. I have already lost many days in walking from there. My horse was stolen as I made my way here. I will have to walk back to my village. I will just need to know the direction to head once I leave from your tunnels. Time is of the essence. Hundreds of gnomes may already be dead of starvation. I need to get back as soon as possible. I have a solution for that also. I will call out to Kira and she will take you to your village. You will be there by day's end if you leave now. With that, he called Sile to the room and told him this plan that was unfolding. You will go with Garamond to his village of Cirque and use the stone that you have in your belt pouch to help the gnomes of the village. I will summon Kira to take you both to Cirque. Sile and Garamond left the room and headed back up through that long, seemingly endless tunnel to the top of the mountain. They were both happy to see Kira waiting for them. She was ready for her mission. Both Garamond and Sile complimented her on how beautiful she looked that day, and as always, she was pleased to hear it. She lowered one of her wings to make it easier for them both to climb up and position themselves on her back. With the grace of a feather blowing in the wind, Kira departed the Erinvald Mountains and headed to the gnome village of Cirque. The Return to Cirque Kira glided effortlessly across the clear skies 
with the elf and a gnome sitting on her back. They held on to her giant scales so as not to fall off. It took close to an hour before the village came into view. As Kira descended lower to the ground, there were many gnomes running out of the huts and shelters to come and see this amazing mythical creature. Again, Kira was pleased with the big welcome given her. King Arwine was there at the clearing as soon as Kira touched the ground. She lowered her wings so that Garamon and Sidel could safely get off her back. It was quite a scene for all to see. King Arwine went to Sile and Garamon and directed them to come to his home. He was anxious to hear what will be happening next for his people. Hopefully this will be all good news, he thought. In the meantime, Kira waited, happy to be the center of so much attention. The Workings of the Erinrod Stone Once the three were inside the king's quarters, Sile started the conversation. Your situation is dire here from what Garamond told us. King Ankalima said he was more than happy to help you and the gnomes here in Cirque. He has given me one of the Erinrod stones to bring to you. The stone has tremendous powers. Let us get it in place so that the work to heal your land will commence quickly. They immediately left for one of the large fields that had dried up. Sile placed the stone in the middle of this field, and then the three of them went along the outskirts of the field and waited. Within moments of waiting, the stone became active with a pulsating light that was being emitted from it. It became so bright that it was blinding. All those who were out with Kira suddenly turned their gazes to this bright light. It was then that Kira did her part to make the power of the stone even more powerful. She took a very deep breath and exhaled slowly towards the light. Her breath proceeded to push the light to totally engulf the entire village. The brightness that moments ago was so blinding was now fading until it disappeared entirely. Everyone was astounded to see that not only the field where the stone was placed was ripe with food, but they saw that all the fields in their small village had an abundance of food, not only from the ground, but also all the fruit trees in the village were all full of fruit. We can never thank you and the elven world enough for coming to our aid, said King Arwine. Sile was already heading back to where Kiro was waiting. You sent Garamond to us as a last desperate search for help. Kira saw him and she knew that he came in peace. My king was informed of Garamond's trick by the Erinrod stones, which are controlled by Kira. She is the keeper not only of the elven world, but also of the stones. You should be thanking her. Garamond and King Arwine and all the gnomes in Cirque came to say their thanks to Kira. You will always be welcomed here. Not only Kira, but all from the elven world. Sile finished by saying, Kira wants you to have the stone we brought here. Use it wisely and only in desperate situations. She will know how and when it is used. She is one you do not want to anger. With this stone, you will be able to summon her if needed. With that, Sile climbed up on Kira's wing and onto her back. 
Time to depart now. Stay well. There will always be a lasting peace between our two races. Always. Farewell. Kira ascended to the skies. The gnomes watched her until she was no longer in view. They all slept well that night after having a large feast that they had made with the abundant food that they now had in their village. And peace fell over all the lands. What once was a myth told in old tales, they now found out was all true. The Erinvald Mountains did indeed hold the magical world of elves and the most beautiful dragon in the world. <laughs>